Hello, beautiful. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, a podcaster, mindset coach, and travel junkie, and I want to thank you for joining this conversation. We are a space of women empowering women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because we believe it's important to have these conversations so that we can learn and grow from one another. You can also expect incredible tips, tricks, and life hacks from leading experts to help you live a more mindful and aligned life. So if you love the podcast, subscribe to get your weekly dose of inspiration. So before we get into today's episode, which I'm super excited about, we have got a psychic on board. It's good, really, really good. I have to share with you guys, my website is officially launched. Finally, who knew that it would take three and a half months of photo shoots and branding and copy and marketing and just everything. I had no idea how much work it was going to be when I had done it, when I first started the project back in January. And I was like, it's time to rebrand the, the podcast. It's time to get official with what everything I'm doing. It sort of reminds me of a time when I was in real estate. I remember when I would be showing homes or showing houses and you had like grandma's house, you know, the house that hasn't been touched since like the 60s or 70s and has like the original wallpaper everywhere in the place. I used to tell my clients, oh yeah, just remove the wallpaper and it'll be like new, you know, like easy peasy, do it and it's done. Until the day that I bought one of my houses and I had to get one of those scrapers and I was just going to remove the wallpaper because it was going to be easy and to, you know, take no time. And and I only had a border. It was like literally the littlest tiny border around my kitchen, a border of wallpaper. And oh my God, it took me hours. <laughs> and because I just didn't expect it, like I thought it was going to be such an easy job and it took me so long, it ended up taking me probably like three or four times longer than it should have because I went in with the mindset of like, who knew that this would such a tedious and daunting task. And so I never, ever, ever said, oh, just take down the wallpaper again. I was always telling my clients, like, if you want to do that, just hire someone. But that said, with the website, I'm so grateful that I had the girls at the Coast Kit to help me out and an incredible photographer Naomi to help me feel relaxed and good in my you know in my shoot and uh, I'm just so grateful that I felt supported and the one thing that I want to share with you guys is that whatever it is that you're working on whatever it is that you're doing you might jump into it thinking it's gonna be easy and then you're in it and then it's harder and then you want to stop and then you get frustrated and then you get the overwhelm and you want to rip out your hair, but just keep going. Step by step, there's little increments of change. And sometimes when you're in the process, you don't actually see the, the change because you're so in it, but it is happening. It's just a matter of like waking up and showing up on the things that you want to accomplish, on the things that you want to do, on the things you want to put out there. And then before you know it, all of a sudden you are like pressing the button to launch it, completing it and it's done and you look back and you're like, how on earth did I do this? But so grateful for the process and you learn so much about it on the way. And really that is the point. It is always the journey, not the destination that is the sweetest. So you really have to appreciate and learn how to be in the moment and just appreciate the process of the change of whatever it is that you are changing through. So that's my little tidbit of information, my little insight of the day. Go check out my website. It is, I mean, I'm 
thrilled with it. I'm so proud of it. It is a labor of love. SamanthaRoberto.com. And I actually even have a gift for you. If you scroll down to the bottom, there is a journaling resource. It's called Journaling 101, and it will help you develop that practice. It will give you everything that you need to pick up a journal and to start. And guys, believe me when I say this, journaling has absolutely changed my life and I totally believe it can change yours. It's just a matter of knowing what to do and creating a ritual around it. So all of those steps are in that resource. Go get it for you. It's absolutely free just as my gift for all of your support and your loyalty. Now on to this week's episode. You guys are going to love it. We have got a psychic in the house. My girl Courtney, the modern day psychic, is here and she is going to teach you how to tune in and turn up your psychic abilities. So what I love about Courtney is she shares her personal journey of how she realized that she was a psychic, how she cultivated her own intuitive gifts, and different incredible stories of how she's been able to share those gifts to make really big differences in other people's lives. I don't know about you, but I love psychic stories. I used to love going to those psychic fairs whenever they came to town in my little hometown, Thunder Bay. I was always there. There was a girlfriend and I that like Every year, no matter what, we would go and get like our palms read and readings. And I used to love Sylvia Brown. Does anybody remember Sylvia Brown? How, that Did anybody else watch her show? I just think it is an incredible way to feel supported, to think that you are never really alone. And it's kind of cool to think that you can actually use these tools and use these things to tap into that support. But as Courtney's going to share, you're going to have to do something specific in order for them to help you. And this is one of the biggest things that I believe most people miss in terms of this form of communication and getting the help that is always available to us. So stay tuned because we have got an incredible episode for you. And if you love this week's episode or if you love our podcast, we would love to hear from you. Go leave us a review. It takes one minute on Apple Podcast and you get your chance to be featured. So this week's feature is coming from Pamela Kelly, who says, I am so happy I found this podcast. I learned something new every single episode. Thank you to all of the women who come on and share your stories. Incredible, Pamela. Thank you. And if you're listening right now, go leave us a review for your chance to be featured. On that note, let's get to it. Courtney, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. You are my very first psychic. You know, everybody like has intuitive abilities, but like, you know, someone who's really honing in on them and, and following that path. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. And you're right. Everyone has their own intuition and their own gifts. And um, that's one of the things that I love is pulling gifts out of people. That is one of my very favorite things to do. <laughs> I love it. So I want to know, tell us a little bit about your story. Have you always grown up realizing that you've had these gifts? And can you tell us the story of what your gifts actually, what they are? Give us mm -hmm. your background. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so I have always known that I was gifted. And what that looks like, people are always like, well, what does that look like? Well, I had this little boy that used to follow me. Sounds so creepy. He was this little boy guide that I've had since I was a little girl. Um, for a long time, I was like, mom, I'm hallucinating. Mom, I'm hearing things. What's going on? Like, I literally thought that I was going crazy. Um, so I went through this period in my life where I didn't trust the messages that were coming through. Growing up, I always felt very different. I mean, I always knew things before they happened. I felt if someone passed, I felt them cross over or I knew when things were going to happen. I knew when people were going to transition. And so it was really creepy, especially as a little girl, to have that have that power, have that superpower, as I call it. Would he talk to you? Like, so Lee, give us a little bit more detail with this. Yeah. So he would talk to me. So he would just give me, at first it sounded like it was a little boy's voice and then it started transitioning into kind of my own. It sounded like my own voice. So he would talk to me, I'd see him, but it sounded like my own messages. And so it was like, I knew things for other people. I I felt like I needed to go up to people and say, Hey, I just, you know, I need to tell you this. And I stop people in public today. I actually still do. There's, I have stories. I'm, Oh, I have stories for you, girl, about how I've literally stopped people in public. And when I have these messages and I hear things, cause I'm a clear audience. So what that means is that yes, I get visions, but most of what comes through is actually through my hearing. So I hear things. So I get these messages that will be like, this person's going to call you in five minutes. Like it could be something as stupid as that. And then my phone will ring. So I'll get all these heads up. It's really creepy. Sometimes I'm still blown away by the things that come through. But no, I didn't always, I didn't always honor these gifts. That's for sure. When you were a child and you had these gifts come through, did you find like, were you in an environment that was supportive to it or it was just sort of brushed off? That's a good question. So I, you know what, I didn't really talk about it until I got older. I think that I kept it quiet for a long time and I didn't really know what it was until I got older too. So story, I actually, it was about 10 years ago now. It's been a long time since I've been doing, I've been focusing on this work. I had a fellow medium stop me in, I was at a spiritualist church. My mom had brought me to, she was like, I was at this point in my life where everything was falling apart everything had fallen apart. My mom's like, you need to come home. At the time I was living in Toronto, my mom wanted me to come home to Ottawa. She's like, I found this amazing community. It's all mediums. It's all psychics. You need to come here. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll go. And this fellow medium called me out. That was the speaker and said, that little boy that you're seeing, he's real. And I was just like, oh my God, this is a moment. Like, ah, like this totally, like, oh my God, I was mind blown. So, so how that, old were you at this point? Like this what was age? 10 years ago. So this was, I was about 20. That was my aha moment. That's when I switched. I just, I, that was my moment. That was the moment where I was like, I am, I'm doing this. I'm focusing on, you know, my gifts. I'm going to start trusting them. Everything that's coming through must be real because someone else that's doing this is validating this for me. That was a huge moment for me. And again, that was about 10 years ago. And that's when I just dropped everything that I was doing in my previous career. And I was like, I'm going to honor this. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I just started flowing with all of my gifts and created magic. I love it. Amazing. So what did that look like for you as you started to go down that path? What tools and resources did you find you gravitated towards to like sort of bring those gifts out in you? Yeah, that's interesting. So I, I feel like at that time I was, I didn't know what to do. Cause it's really not. Cause I just want to highlight, like, it's not like, like any, any other profession or thing you would go to. It's like, you go, you do this course, you figure it out. It's like, there's no playbook as to like how to be a psychic. Totally. Totally. <laughs> there is no playbook. That's the thing, right? You just have to figure out your own way and somehow make it yours. And that's what's so, I think so interesting about every psychic and, and every medium is that 
we're all so different and we all have a unique style. And that's why I always say to people, find the person that you gravitate towards and you connect with um, because we all have a different style. People, some people use cards, some people use pendulums, some, you know, everyone has their own thing. I don't use tools. I just listen to my guides that come through and I just trust those messages. I'm very grateful that I don't have to rely on anything. So we all connect in a different way. Now, at the time, I actually was a publicist in Hollywood. This was so crazy. Tell us the story. Yeah, for sure. So I actually was, when I was 18, I left LA and I was just like, I want to be a publicist. I want to be in Hollywood. This is exactly what I want to do. I was studying at Brock University in St. Catharines and I was taking pop culture and I was just obsessed with culture and just like the whole biz and everything. And so I manifested it. I got my, I got out there, made my way out there, did my thing. And then I was miserable. I literally, my mental health just like was terrible. I started having anxiety. It was awful. And I think that it was just, I was in a place where I felt like everything around me was unauthentic and it was so, it wasn't real and I couldn't be myself. And so there was a lot of triggers around me. I was at a place where everything was just unauthentic. So I came home. I was, I decided to work in non-for-profit. So I was working for Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I was really passionate about it, but I still wasn't feeling fully fulfilled. And that was when I, everything fell apart. My mom was like, girl, you need to do something different. And so that was when I had that aha moment. It was like what I call spiritual intervention. When Spirit steps in, Source steps in, and they're like, hey, we need to change up your life. Things need to change. And there needs to be like some, there needs to be a shift. So that's when everything kind of shifted for me. And I actually went back to school for social work. And so that was sort of my guideline. Um, And that's actually what makes my work and my business so unique, I feel, because I'm able to bring together the social work aspect and the psychic aspect um, and bring it together. So it is like a framework, but then with your gifts coming in and using that magic with it or not magic, but, you know, using that internal light with it. Absolutely. And it's, it's powerful. So I'm able to bring in sort of the therapeutic aspect. And that's what I'm really passionate about is, and I've always been passionate about bringing the spiritual world and sort of, you know, energy medicine and crystal therapy and all of that fun stuff and all of that stuff that's very helpful and and, an alternative way to heal. It really is powerful Um, and bringing that together with traditional medicine. And so I've always been really passionate about that. And so that's kind of what drives me and what my mission is, is, is being able to heal people in a different way. And I think that that's really, that's really what drives me. Yeah. So social work was something that I tied in. um, And I love that I'm able to bring in that sort of that counseling aspect, which so I'm not there. I'm just not just that psychic that says, Hey, this is your prediction. This is a timeline. This is what's going to happen for you. There you go. So it's spirit driven messages. Everything that comes through is, is, you know, sometimes I'll say, Hey, your grandmother's coming through. Um, and she's saying that you need to work on this, da, 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 da. Or sometimes we're focusing on your relationship space and it's a message about, you know, do you really want to stay in this? Is this something, you know, I'm seeing down the road that, you know, you don't, there's some bumps coming up. So Let's work on that before we hit the bumps. Mm. So I love that I'm able to get those messages like pre things happening. So I'm like, hey, here, heads up. I feel like this is going to happen. So let's work on preventing that and taking a different route so that doesn't happen. 
I love it. I mean, having that insight, I think definitely helps and having someone to help bring out, like you mentioned, you help people bring out the tools in themselves because we Mm -hmm. all do have these gifts to tap into our intuition, but usually they're sort of, they're blocked or we have different blocks or different resistance to it. So I think having a container that helps cultivate that is very powerful. Absolutely. And people are really afraid too. That's what a lot of people say to me is that, you know, I'll say to them, like, it's not as difficult as you think to connect to spirit. Um, Or I'll say, you know, you have so many guides around you. We really do. We have so many people around us all the time. And once you open that door, it's like a floodgate. Once you open that, it's like, oh, they're there and they're, you know, they'll give you the messages. They'll give you the validation. But a lot of people are really afraid. And this is what people don't know is that spirit won't step in uninvited. So you need to ask for them to step in. You need to say, Hey, I want this support. I need you to step in. Can you support me with this? Ask direct questions. You know, that's how people can really start to build their connection with their spirit team. Um, Because people are like, well, you know, I don't feel my grandma. Well, are you calling her in? Like, are you speaking to her? Are you asking her to step in? So people really need to, I really want to push that forward that people should be asking spirit to step in. And that's how you can kind of start that connection. So for somebody listening right now that this is new to them, they're kind of scared, they're like really skeptical, what would be the step-by-step? If you were to kind of guide them through something right now, what would be the steps that you'd say to go to open themselves up to this realm? Yeah. So the very, I guess, first thing that I do, and and one of the, I mean, the the most basic things is that start talking out loud. And this is one thing that I want you to do. To, to help with your healing journey too, not just connecting with spirit, but start having conversations out loud with yourself. It helps to kind of hear your thoughts, to hear yourself talk. It's a really powerful tool. So when I'm at home during the day by myself or walking around, I'll, I'll literally talk out loud just what I'm thinking. Um, and it's really been helpful for me and my clients to be able to kind of, you know, go, okay, these are some of the things that I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I, sh- I need to rework some of my thoughts. Um, it's the same with communicating with spirit. It's, you know, talking out loud to them, you know, not just staying in our head and and saying, Hey, I really want something to happen. Or I really want, you know, did that new car or whatever it is like, you know, that, that stuff that you're manifesting, I want you to take it outwards and actually speak it out loud, preach it like vent it. I want you to say it out loud. So start talking to your spirit team. If you have someone that you have in spirit, that's a great place to start. So say, you know, you can say, Hey, Joanne, I, you know, let's chat, let's hang out. Um, and just, and, and, you know, make it feel, get into a place where you feel really safe. Like if it's your bedroom, go wherever it feels safe. And one of the other things that I, the next step, you know, once you start talking to them and and kind of building that bridge and talking out loud is when you get into your meditation, set up a time, almost think of it like a date, like you're setting up a date with your spirit team. It's like, okay, we're going to meet Sunday at noon and we're going to set up this time. And then, you know, we're going to meet and I'm going to call you in, in my meditation. And then, you know, I'm going to start asking questions like, who are you? You know, mm. you know, start inviting them in and, and asking, what's your name? Start asking mm. those questions. So people, that's how you can start to kind of tiptoe into it and and go at your own pace. If you start to freak yourself out and you're starting to get scared and nervous, then step back and, you know, then you can pause and then just make it as much as, you, you know, go as far as you need to. You know, I've always said like journaling, I always go to journaling, but I've never, ever, ever thought about talking out loud just to myself. Like this is actually something that's really new to me, but I like that process of being able to bring stuff up. And it's funny that you bring this up because just yesterday I was talking to a girlfriend who had lost her partner. Um, They had gotten married and a week later he had passed away. This is going a year and a half ago. And um, 
my friend and I, we were talking yesterday and she just said there were some conversations that she wished she could have had with him. And I, I intuitively had a hit. I said, you need to start having those conversations in writing, like writing him letters, writing them out, everything that you want, write to him and then keep it in a sacred spot. Cause he's going to be, he's going to get it. He's going to know. And I actually said to her for the, like, I'm like, I don't know where this is coming through from, but do you, do you have conversations with him? Like, it was like, it's, it's weird that I like that this conversation is coming up just after that happened yesterday. Chills. Chills. Yeah. I have total chills right now. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. And you're right. Journaling is so powerful too. And you know, I call it automatic writing when we literally just don't think about what we're writing, but just let it flow. You know, you just start writing and you just let it flow. And that's another thing too, you can do with calling in your guides is just ask them and just say, okay, hey, you know what, we're going to start writing. Tell me what I need to know. What messages do I need to know? And then just start writing. Um, and so again, calling them in, but you're right. Journaling, writing that letter to, to people. They're there. That energy is so powerful. And trust me, he's around. Oh, he's around. And so, you know, if she starts talking to him out loud and she has those conversations, she can build that connection. So she feels closer to him, you know, writing mm. those letters and talking to him out loud. He's around her. Oh my God. I can feel it right now. He is, you pass that message along girl. He's around. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm going to, oh, she's going to love, she's going to be really grateful for that too. So what does that look like in terms of like, okay, so if someone's sitting there and they're talking out loud, what does it sound like to get the answers or the responses back? Like, how do you differentiate what is your thought and what are the answers? Yeah, that's a great question. So that's something that really, that building that trust and, and kind of, um, it takes time to kind of understand and trust those messages that are coming through. That's something that is practice. And I'm going to be honest with people. It takes time to really understand and be able to decipher, you know, the but kind of the biased mind and, and knowing, you know, this is something that I'm like manifesting or wanting to happen. And is this, is this a message that's coming through? Um, a couple of things that people can use as sort of guidelines is numbers. And people get numbers all the time, like, you know, mm-hmm. one, 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 or people get twos. Um, so that's a really good way for spirit to validate what you're saying what you're asking for. So if you're asking for something, you know, you might get numbers a couple hours later, you know, a series of numbers, you might be driving and then a license plate in front of you might be a series of numbers. And you're like, okay, thank you, spirit. And I always say, say something out loud, you know, show your gratitude out loud. And again, vocalize it out loud. So I always say, thank you, spirit, preaching that gratitude in that moment. Um, and so uh, numbers are a way that you'll get that validation. Another way that people get it is through music. So you might not get the answers right away, but then you might go, oh my God, I'm listening to a song and that, that lyric is really standing out for me or that song. Oh my God, I was trying to connect with my grandma and that song reminds me of my grandma so I can feel her now. So sometimes it's music, sometimes it's numbers. Um, sometimes you'll have a conversation with someone later and the message will pop through and you're like, oh my God, I get it now. Yes, it will land and you will just get this feeling like it's this feeling like in sync, I guess, or yeah. like really it's synchronistic and you're just like, okay, wait a second. What was that? <laughs> totally. Totally. I love it. So tell us, like, I would love to hear some of your stories of different things that have come through different moments that you've mm-hmm. had. Like what is something that really stands out to you where you've got a message and you were like, I got to go deliver this, but it might be uncomfortable, but I'm just going to honor this and going to go do it. Like, do you ever get messages yeah. that you're like, you feel like uncomfortable delivering? Yeah. So it actually gets me emotional every time I share some of these stories because it's just, they're so powerful. Um, I love sharing this story, this grocery store story. I was in a grocery store. This was a few years. This was a long time ago now, actually. This is probably like five, six years ago. I was in a grocery store and there was this really adorable little lady behind me and she was just buying yellow roses. And I'm in front of her checking out and all of a sudden her late husband comes through and he's like, you need to turn around and tell her that I'm really proud of her for buying these roses. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, 
I'm not going to turn around and do that. I'm just like, okay, go away, go away, go away. But he kept coming through and he was like, you need to do this. So I'm like, I turn around and I'm just like, don't freak out. (laughs) Hi, I'm a medium. I have a message for you. And I just said, you know, your late husband's coming through. He is really proud of you for buying these roses. And she just broke down into tears. And she's like, my husband used to buy me yellow roses every Sunday because they were my favorite. And I haven't been able to buy these roses since he passed. And this is the first time. And so I was there at that moment when she was buying those roses for the first time for herself and her husband came through and it was a powerful moment. And that was just something where I was so scared and everyone around me was like, okay, this girl's a freak. What is she doing? And I was just like, guys, don't worry. I'm a medium. So that's a really, really, really powerful story that we just... I love sharing that story. Another story that I love to share one more. I um, was on the phone with this new client. I do most of my sessions over the phone, believe it or not. I actually prefer it because I don't have your body language to influence me. So I love doing Mm -hmm. the sessions over the phone. Mm -hmm. So I was on the phone with this new client. She was in Australia. And the first thing that came through was that she had just had a miscarriage. And that is something that's very uncomfortable. Talk about uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, I can't bring this up. Like what? I'm not bringing this up. And she had called for a completely different reason to talk about her relationship. And that kept coming through. And so I had, I said to her, I finally said, I hate to bring this up, but did you recently have a miscarriage? And she said, yes, it was late in the term. I lost the baby. And I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then all of a sudden, this little redhead this beautiful little redhead little girl started dancing around me in my living room while I'm on the phone. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm just like, I have this little girl running around me, big blue eyes, red hair. And she's like, I'm a redhead, big blue eyes. And I'm like, she's calling herself Charlotte. She's like, and the phone just dropped. And I'm just like, oh my God. And she's like, my name is Charlotte. My name is Charlotte. This little girl that's running around the spirit that's running around my living room. The, the girl picks back up the phone and she goes, we were going to name her Charlotte. That was her name. And we had her room set up, everything. And it was just such a chilling moment. I was just like, oh, body right? It was just like one of those moments where I was just like, I was so scared to bring up the fact that, you know, she had just had this awful thing happen to her. It was so tragic, but it was such, I needed to bring that up because she had that. It was like total validation. I was able to give her validation that she was going to get pregnant again, that it was, go- that she was going to finally have a child like it was such a powerful moment and so you know these messages really these experiences are crazy crazy wow and it's a matter of just like realizing for you you are a vessel for this like you have this ability you are the vessel to be able to help these other spirits and these other people sort of navigate yeah and that's that's what I love and I and I look at and that's the great thing is I, I use my tools in every area so we I can use it in business I can use it in some people come to me and they're like should I be buying this property right now and I'm like my guys are like hey wait a little bit <laughs> I've been able to use my gifts in every single way like business I've been able to use it in relationships it's really powerful um, I even when I was a social worker in my in doing school for social work, I should say, I did my um, placement in parole, I was working on being a parole officer. And I was able to use my gifts even in the field, like in the police field, which was really cool too. being able to kind of call, you know, call out my parolees and be like, you know what, no, you're lying to me. Like I've been able to use my gifts in really, really, really cool ways. So I'm very grateful. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, that is definite like not secret weapon because it sounds bad, but that's a pretty cool gift to have in the back of your pocket to be able to like have that extra guidance. Can you turn it off? 
Like, do you ever just want to turn it off? Can you turn it off? Or do you have control over that? I struggle with turning it off. I really do. It's something that I find is always on. I have gotten better where, you know, people sometimes are like, okay, can you give me a reading on the spot? And I'm like, hey, I'm turned off right now. Like I'm, I'm, I have to turn off. And I've gotten better at just at, at kind of putting up that boundary. But it's taken a long time. It's taken a long time to be able to put that up and say, spirit, you got to leave me alone right now. Like no messages. Give me some space yeah. right now. I need my downtime. But no, it never really turns off. It's kind of just always there. I've gotten better at putting up the blocks and, and working on, you know, the energy fields around it. But yeah, it's it's a powerful thing. And what about the energy of the world? So you can connect like individually with what people are going through. But do you find you have uh, the, the, the clarity on overall on the world and where we're going? Like, are you getting any insights with everything that's happening right now with Corona and COVID and all, all of that crazy energy? You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I have actually been blocking it out totally because, you know, I've worked with my clients obviously on this and, and where they're struggling, but I actually found that pick, I was picking up so much energy from it that I actually had to put it aside. I think that things I've been feeling that things are going to start to kind of transition in the month of June. My guides have been like, June is going to start to look better. So I have been getting some messages around it, but my guides have actually been very protective with me in terms mm-hmm. of, of this whole, um, because I'm so sensitive to energy. Even if you're not really sensitive in the shifts that are happening, people, everyone's becoming ultra, like very sensitive. So if you are, you know, already so sensitive and you've cultivated and curated your gifts, it's like, I can only imagine how much you could be feeling. That's absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's hard. I, I have to admit, it's been challenging. It's been very challenging for me. And so I've, I've really just honored that. And I'm really thankful for my spirit team because I've just relied on them. But I've, I've honored it. I've been and I'm that's my message to everybody too, is just honor where you're at. Whatever comes through, you know, if you're struggling right now, honor those days, celebrate the moments that you're able to get up and do your thing. Um, but if you're having days where you need to slow down, it's that's okay, too. And so that's kind of been my theme right now and my message for for everybody. One thing I want to point out too, I love your spirit team. It's just every time you say it, it's like me and my spirit team. I'm just like, oh yeah, you got a whole team of, you know, like we all do. It's like we all have these these guides and these different like people helping us or spirits helping us along the way. And it's cool to be able to take the time to acknowledge that and realize that they're there. Totally. I, I'm, I call, I say they're my best friends and I always say that I'm, I feel like I'm part of the team. So I, when I'm talking, I'm like, we are saying this or we feel like this. So I literally, I feel like I'm part of my spirit team. I just, they're the best. They're all there. <laughs> they're the I love they're it. There. They're there. <laughs> so if, if anybody wants to have a reading with you or wants to, like, how does that work with working with you? So I work on a, so I have a couple of different coaching options. I also have a boot camp, which is so much fun. It's a six week intensive. Um, and we go through everything spiritual. So we go through my four pillars, which is the therapeutic aspects. We go through crystal therapy, we go through energy medicine, and then we go through psychic mediumship. So everyone gets to learn, you know, that whole everything in kind of those departments, but people can book a session with me. You can work with me on a, a coaching basis. Um, and then I have my boot camp, which is awesome. Awesome. So yay. Anyways, uh, Courtney, thank you so much for doing this. I'm, I'm excited just to see like just to have this and put this episode out there because I know that so many people, it's a topic that so many people are underneath the surface so curious about. But like you said, in the beginning can be kind of scared or kind of be like, I don't really know. So I feel like this is going to open up the door for a lot of our listeners. Yes, I hope so. I, I really, you know, I, I think that it's the spiritual space is becoming a space where uh, it's a lot more common now and a lot more people are, are talking about it and and diving, you know, into it. And so I don't want people to be afraid of it. If anything, I want people to embrace it and just 
dive into it because it can be so powerful and so magical and so helpful too. Just even becoming curious can open up that whole door and whole realm of possibility of guidance. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. There you have it. What did you think? Courtney's information is going to be in the show notes. If you want to reach out to her, all of her contact info will be there. Her handle on Instagram is the modern day psychic. So definitely look her up. And if you have any questions about this week's episode, or if you have your own psychic stories, I would love to hear them. Put them in your IG story, tag both Courtney, the modern day psychic, and the Hello Beautiful podcast, and let us know your stories and what you think. Honestly, since I've had this interview with Courtney, I've been talking to myself out loud and I'm going to tell you, it actually feels really, really good. I live alone, so I don't bother anybody when I do it, but um, it's just another form of getting clarity, of creating space within your mind. Like I mentioned before, I am a massive journaler, but speaking out loud really helps get stuff out too. So definitely, definitely, definitely try that. And remember that you have got your spirit team. Oh my gosh, I love that. The spirit team always there, but you've got to ask if you want its help. So if you don't ask, they ain't going to intervene. Anyways, if you haven't already, go check out the website, the new website, samantharoberto.com and go claim your journaling resource. It is absolutely free. It is amazing. If you're looking for a space with more community around these episodes, you are cordially invited to join our Facebook community. Just look in the search bar of Facebook, Hello Beautiful Community. And remember, it's spelled B-E-Y-O-U, not beautiful the normal way, it's B-U-tiful because we believe when you are you, you are your most beautiful and you got to embrace the good, the bad, the ugly, all parts of yourself are perfect. So come join us there. It is an evolving space and yeah, I love the communities. Thank you again so much for all of your support and Stay tuned because next week we have another incredible episode and we're going to learn all about the chakras. So if you haven't subscribed yet, do that right now. And until next week, keep being you, be beautiful. Be beautiful.